Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode shall be titled, Joash Remembered Not the Kindness of Jehoiada. It shall be focused on the study of 2 Chronicles chapter 24. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read of the scripture and to see the evil that manifested in Joash, Father, to recognize that even looking from the family where he came from, it doesn't take much to see, Lord, how he, there was evil in his blood and how he strained off that path. But Father, we thank you, Lord, for you predestinating us to be your sons and to recognize that in the depths of our souls is the seed of eternal life which you planned before the, even the beginning of the world. So help us, Father, to manifest that which you've put into us, that we may be, you said, let your light so shine before men. So speak to us today through your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Chronicles chapter 24. Chapter 24. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Zibiah of Beersheba. And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. And Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out unto the cities of Judah, and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year, and see that ye hasten the matter. Howbeit the Levites hastened it not. And the king called for Jehoiada the chief, and said unto him, Why hast thou not required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection, according to the commandment of Moses, the servant of the Lord, and of the congregation of Israel, for the tabernacle of witness? For the sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God. And also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Baalim. And at the king's commandment they made a chest, and set it without at the gate of the house of the Lord. And they made a proclamation through Judah and Jerusalem, to bring into the Lord the collection that Moses, the servant of God, laid upon Israel in the wilderness. And all the princes and all the people rejoiced, and brought in, and cast into the chest, until they had made an end. Now it came to pass that at what time the chest was brought unto the king's office by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, the king's scribe and the high priest's officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to his place again. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance. And the king and Jehoiada gave it to such as did the work of the service of the house of the Lord and hired masons and carpenters to repair the house of the Lord and also such as wrought iron and brass to mend the house of the Lord. So the workmen wrought, and the work was perfected by them, and they set the house of God in his state, and strengthened it. And when they had finished it, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, whereof were made vessels for the house of the Lord, even vessels to minister, and to offer withal, and spoons, and vessels of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually, all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada waxed old, and was full of days when he died. An hundred and thirty years old was he when he died, 
and they buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. Now after the death of Jehoiada came the princes of Judah, and made obeisance to the king. Then the king hearkened unto them, and they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers, and served groves and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this their trespass. Yet he sent prophets to them, to bring them again unto the Lord, and they testified against them, but they would not give ear. And the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah the son of Jehoiada the priest, which stood above the people, and said unto them, Thus saith God, Why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord, that ye cannot prosper? Because ye have forsaken the Lord, he hath also forsaken you. And they conspired against him, and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash the king remembered not the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him, but slew his son. And when he died, he said, The Lord look upon it, and require it. And it came to pass at the end of the year, that the host of Syria came up against him. And they came to Judah and Jerusalem, and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people, and sent all the spoil of them unto the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men, and the Lord delivered a very great host into their hand, because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. So they executed judgment against Joash. And when they were departed from him, for they left him in great diseases, his own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest, and slew him on his bed, and he died. And they buried him in the city of David, but they buried him not in the sepulchres of the kings. And these are they that conspired against him, Zabad the son of Shimeath and Ammonitus, and Jehozabad the son of Shimrith and Moabitus. Now concerning his sons, and the greatness of the burdens laid upon him, and the repairing of the house of God, behold, they are written in the story of the book of the kings. And Amaziah his son reigned in his stead. Up next, we shall listen to our sermon by Reverend William Branham, titled, The Arrow of God's Deliverance Shot from a Bow. This was preached in 1956 on August the 1st. We'll begin at paragraph 20 up to paragraph 32. I trust you find it to be a blessing. And in our text tonight, the very uh, outstanding text to me, that when they had a great line of kings since the death of Ahab, and Elijah had told him of how he was going to die and what God was going to do because he was wicked and how the Jezebel was going to be fed to the dogs because that she did the evil thing that she had done. And remember, my brethren and sisters, you reap what you sow. That's God's law. That's God's law of nature. You reap what you sow. So now, dear people, you're here at Shreveport. Let this be a warning to you. If you believe me to be God's servant, listen, the best thing for you to do around life tabernacle and everywhere else is keep an old-fashioned prayer meeting going and keep the unity of the Spirit, keep looking up and watching for the coming of the Lord. Keep all the wilderness out of it, no matter how bad it hurts, circumcised by the Holy Ghost to cut away the worldly things. Now begin to see a lot of wilderness creeping into you. So now get that out. No matter how bad it is, uh, 
Life Tabernacle I'm talking to you. Now, you Baptist brother talk to your people over there the same way. But I begin to notice there's something different. It ain't the same Life Tabernacle I used to come to. And I want you to remember tonight, you keep that old-fashioned prayer meeting. Keep the old-fashioned Holy Spirit falling among you. Keep the world out. Right. Seal Christ in. And you're letting God in prayer some way. Just remember, as you sow, you reap. Just remember that. You've got one of the best churches I've ever walked into in my life. Of any world on any continent. Life Tabernacle is one of my favorites. It breaks my heart to see you letting the world leak into you the way you're doing. So don't do that no more. Thank out of it. Pray out of it. And let God come back and take over. Submit yourself to God. And get the old-fashioned blessing back again. And Shreveport, you dear, dear Southerners down here, who are the finest people I ever met. I don't say that to compromise with you. I say it because I love you. If you want to get some real good treatment and real good old-fashioned hospitality, come to Louisiana. I mean that from my heart. And I tell you, don't let the world creep into you. Don't let the world get into your churches, brother. Pray it out. Fast it out. And so God comes down and takes a hold. That's right. Keep the joy of the Lord among the saints. Keep them prayed up. And God every little place. If Noah seen a leak in his Art, why well, you put some pitch in it. And so that's about the best thing I know to keep the leak out. The world out is to stop up the leak. It's the best thing that I know to do. Right. Only one way to do it, that's prayer. Yeah. Prayer stops the leak. Prayer changes things. Now, a long line of kings that come down. Ahab the wicked one had been shot by a bow and killed. And Jezebel was thrown out of the room. As she tried to, to make love or vamp uh, Jehu when he drove down. And he had the eunuchs to throw her out the window into the street. And did you know what? Let me tell you, Life Tabernacle. Seeing some of you women begin to wear your makeup and stuff like the rest of the women of the world. That really killed me when I walked in here the other day and saw that. Look, there's only one woman in the Bible that ever painted her face. You don't paint your face to meet God, you do to meet man. And the woman that did that, God fed her to the dog. So when you go away and after service, God turns you over to some dog meat when you see anybody doing that. Now, now keep away from shun the appearance of evil. You may think I'm giving you a scorching, but brother, I believe it needs it down here. If something is wrong. I don't want you to get angry with me. I'm your brother. And God's going to make me answer before you. You are today of judgment. Right. And the whole Pentecostal world, if they do lay down, don't you do it. You stay true to God. Pray up. Live right. So think yourself with God and His people. And come out from among the worldly, ungodly things that the Bible says. The Holy Spirit calls the people out. No matter what your neighbor does and how good she is, what this day is, they're associated with that unbelief. It will leak right out on you. Amen. Come out from among them. Be separated, says God, and I'll receive you. Right. That's the reason it's so hard to have a tent meeting down here. That's the reason it's so hard to have a meeting of any type. It's because that we let down those things. We ought to have a real meeting here. Sure we ought to have such fine people. And you preachers
times if you don't tell them that God has mercy on your sinful soul. Right. Sure. It's something wrong. And you got to get the word out before Christ come in. He just won't associate with unbelief and things of the world. Now, look, Raymond. Down along they come along after Ahab of borderline believers. All the way down. After this Ahab was left, then another one taking his place, another one. Do we get down to King Josh? Was king during this time. And he was a lukewarm, borderline preacher, a believer. Any way that people wanted to do, that was all right with Josh. Oh, he'd taken down a few of the high places and where the heathen worship was. And he'd done a few of these things, but yet he departed not from the sins of his father. Like that, just any way that people want to go, that's the way he wanted to go. Now, isn't that just exactly like preachers today? The way the congregation wants to do that, the way the preacher preaches to them. I want to tell you, a God-sent Holy Ghost blind preacher won't compromise with any congregation. Could you imagine John the Baptist when they brought out a lady that night and had what John walked right to his face and said, It's not lawful for you to have it. That man had the Holy Ghost. He didn't compromise. He told the truth. And what about it now? It's all over. What will it be at the day of judgment when I hear of John the Baptist rose up before Aurelia? What will it be then? Brother, if you're ever going to make a stand for God, make it now. This is the time. Now is the time when we need of it. Now is the time when the church is waiting a thousand pound warning. After all these great miracles and signs and wonders that God has sent men across the country doing, and yet the church is in a forest backslidden state I know of in years. Right. I'm preaching to Pentecostals. Amen. When I first come among your groups ten years ago, it looked like a church, but today it looks like the world. The truth. Something happened somewhere. Got to wear better clothes, got to make a little more money, and it just made a sap out of you, that's all. Now, you act the truth. Right. You're trying to, you're trying to act like the rest of the world. You just take the day as a compromising time. That's true. You paint your steps red once and see if your neighbor don't paint his steps red. Sure. You want to run around half the church a little feather up in it and watch all the women come to church a little around half the feather up. Right. Yes, sir. Oh, they want to look like one another. It's a matching time. You know that's true. It's a matching time. Amen. That must have went home. <laughs> right. Listen. That is true. I'm going to tell you, my brother. I don't care whether my shoes match my trousers or my trousers matches my coat. I want my experience to match God's body. That's the matching time. You want to match something, match your experience against Paul. Amen. That's what we need today is a matching time. We talk crazy about That's your Right. Real matching time. Don't try to match your neighbor, match, match some of the saints of the Bible. If you're a saint, act like a saint. Walk like a saint. Dress like a saint. Talk like a saint. Pray like a saint. Believe like a saint. Shout like a saint. Be like a saint. Live like a saint. Die like a saint and go to hell.
halfway lukewarm. Do you know the Bible said this day would come? The lady is seeing church age. He said he would see lukewarm. It makes God sick in his stomach. He said he spewed it from his mouth. The lady is seeing just enough religion to make you sick. We're still longing for the things to want to I better not do that, old brother. If I want to do it, I'd do it. But I know tonight that there's a good old fashioned baptism of the Holy Ghost that makes you love God for whatever you don't care to do it anymore. Yeah. Amen. Right. Right. The joy and speak right. on and throw glory. How the old saints of God used to stand around and sing their redemption song and sing the blood and the power of God. And today it's as cold as zero. Nearly. You don't have them old-fashioned songs you used to sing. You don't see their faces light up no more and sing and clap their hands and raise their hands to God and praise God, pray all night and lay out in the cornfields and things. Why, you can't sit in church 30 minutes without grumbling the ground. True. It's the truth. Oh, lukewarm. Let me see. My, shame on you. Oh, what a day that we're living in. Like the day of Josh, borderline, halfway lukewarm, blown away, tossed about, wind, clouds without rain, tossed about, never learning, able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Don't be tossed about by everything. Don't be tossed about what you see on the television. Why, some Christians today are staying home on Wednesday night to see the television. You know, that's true. Well, you know, that's the gateway of all the Hollywood out there. Why, it's nothing else but a bunch of big prostitutions and the fuckers. Look on the police records. I have them. Police records were then movie stars. And you want to act like them? What happened to Christ? What happened to the saints of the Bible? You're talking to paddle actors. Hollywood, dress like Hollywood, act like Hollywood. The reason that he's got a lot of Hollywood evangelistic preachers jump up and down on the platform and spend two hours for an offering. We ought to get out of that cell and trust God. Take out of the faces and pray. Go out of the cell and pray. Go out of the cell and pray. Amen. Right. It's a shame. The way we're acting. Get back to God. Now, this old king, he thought he would just go anyway the wind blowed. <laughs> Tossed about by everything. Well, you're never stable. You don't know what you do believe. And the people today, they'd rather stay home and see I love Lucy or what is that? Lucy Lucy something. <laughs> They're very Lucy, I'll tell you that it is. It's loose enough to run you to hell. That might be all right for the, for the heathens, but that's not for Christians. Right, it's not for Christians. Christians won't say and love the Word of God. If you've got something in your feet on such nonsense as that, you need to repent. Right. All your rock and roll and boogie woogie, where did it come from out of heart of Africa? I just left Africa. You went to that paint on, you know where it comes from? That's the mark of heathenism. They paint their face and that's where you got it from. Heathen stuff. Christians wash their face. Amen. That might kind of scorch a little, brother. 
You better be scarred cheering for it somewhere else. Amen. God loves the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we heard your prophet admonishing us to never let a prayer meeting be not established among us, that Father, we may continue to pray the world out of us, and through your Holy Ghost and fire, we might be circumcised out of it. So, Father, we pray for any that might be listening today that are yet to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Even now, Father, we know that you're able and even willing 
to touch them. So we pray, Father, may you give them of thy spirit today that they might look back at this moment as their Bethel moment when, Lord, you entered into their heart and you poured out all of the world and poured yourself in there. For you said, what house will you build me? Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool, but a body has thou prepared. You said, Lord, I pray ye that the Father will send the Comforter. He said, it's expedient that you left us, knowing that you send your Spirit to dwell in us. So, Father, accomplish that which you promised. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
come to tempt us while it is broken. When Jesus comes, the tears will wipe away. He takes the gloom and fills the light with glory. For all is changed when Jesus comes to stay. The leper cried in torment. The deaf, the dumb, in helplessness stood near. The fever raged, the Caesar's gripped its victim. Then Jesus came and cast out every fear. When Jesus comes, the tempt. Power is broken when Jesus comes, tears are wiped away. He takes the gloom and fills the life with glory. Oh, all is changed when Jesus comes. Change when 